0: Welcome back to the Happiness Safari Podcast. My name is Nadine, I'm your host and I'm so so happy you are here. I'm sitting on my balcony in beautiful Lagos in Portugal enjoying the view over the ocean and I'm so so grateful to be here and it's been a long time (laughs) I've been dreaming to live in a place like that and I've been traveling and trying to find it and now I'm finally here and yeah super super grateful for that so I just wanted to say no matter where you are in your life um, physically or mentally it is a journey and you can definitely get there Don't give up. And to give you more inspiration, I have a super special guest today on the podcast. His name is Andre Roberti. And after many years as an employee and various unsuccessful attempts to create companies and associations, Andre is a self-made entrepreneur. As a speaker and coach, his message is, listen to your soul and you will bring so much magic into your life. He is the founder of the coaching school from the heart and the soul. With great generosity, he's back from California and will share with us how he went from losing everything to building a coaching school and we met in Lagos in person a couple of weeks back and we talked about what it means to start back from your values and how you can create a life from your soul. We also talk about the struggles of being a digital nomad and how we can better take care of our planet. From today's episode you will learn what the energy crisis can teach you about yourself. How crisis can be a growth opportunity how to find your deep inner values and how you can travel without money. So the question is, do you really know? who you are, because that's the question André asked himself, I think it was over four or five years back, he would share in the interview when there was a moment in time where he had lost everything and then started from his values again. So this is a super, super special, very inspiring interview and I'm so grateful and thankful that André was on the podcast, so I do hope you enjoy it. If you are somewhere and you can take a walk outside while you listen to it, maybe connect um, in nature, or you just uh, somewhere cold and you're just cozy at home with a cup of tea, um, no matter where you are, I hope you enjoy this. Welcome,
1: i on the Happiness Safari Podcast, and I'm so happy to be with you here in beautiful Lagos today. So happy to have you back and we had a lovely chat before so i don't have to ask you anymore how you are um but i can maybe just ask you for the listeners um what are you the most grateful for today
0: oh
2: today i mean being here mm. uh, enjoying this amazing nature and this place i feel really gifted uh, mm. being surrounded by nature in the front of the ocean so,
3: yeah, maybe that's,
1: that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Me too. <laughs> Very nice. And then, yeah, we had a long chat before this. So everything you said you have to share. <laughs> with Okay. <is> <laughs> so basically we've been asking ourselves what are yeah your biggest struggles or what are people actually going through at the moment? And, uh, yeah, we have some, some ideas and we found some answers. But I asked you, so, yeah, what was your, what is your, your biggest struggle at the moment? Would you like to share?
3: Yeah, as
2: I travel a lot. I'm an entrepreneur, so I have a lot of stuff. Okay. I coach people. I have online programs. I do conferences, seminars. And uh, I think as an entrepreneur... Sometimes I can struggle with loneliness because I try to build something that nobody did in the past. So I'm like, oh, I feel a little bit alone in that way. Mm. And uh, I can struggle with that as a physical person. And, um, but I'm. What what is helping me is to feel connected in something bigger than me, mm. um, and that's helping me not to feel too lonely. Yeah, because I also travel from places to places. Exactly. I don't have friends everywhere. Mm. I have it in some places, but not not everywhere. So, but I also love being on myself.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Sometimes. So I can struggle also sometimes with a little bit of stress because I have to take a lot of decisions every day. And uh, it can overwhelm myself. Yeah. Um, But it's okay. I don't have to complain. I, I really love my life and I feel very gifted of this life and the way I built it. Oh, another struggle I have can be, like, it happened a lot in the past. Like, I was thinking, like, do I really belong to this planet? It's a mess. Mm-hmm. Am I really used to it? And I was something, like, talking to something bigger than me, somebody older called it God, mm. the others universe, others life, mm. others the source. And I was talking to I like to call it God. Like bring bring me back when I do. Mm. Life on this planet is not so easy. So but more and more I go into life, less and less I can feel. So you do still feel it sometimes? Not the past months, mm. because I I I think I healed one part of myself. Over there,
3: mm.
2: it's like my soul was like, oh, I'm happy to be on Earth and it's so fun yeah. and traveling and meeting people and uh, seeing so much nature. It's amazing, but also a part of me was like. There was more joy over there. Mm. There was less struggle, mm. and uh, so I was like in different moods. Mm. But since a couple of months, I I realized I really wanted to be here on Earth as a, as a soul. Yeah, there is a purpose, and I'm I'm okay with that, mm. and I'm here.
1: And how did you realize that?
2: I, I was in Mexico and, uh, in May mm-hmm. of this year, or two, May, and I arrived there in Tulum and I was so sad and so angry about how they, how they deal with so much rubbish mm-hmm. everywhere. And garbage. Mm-hmm. And I felt so sad about how well, do you take pl- care of this wonderful planet? Yeah. How is it possible to live in a paradise and not to respect the earth like that? Mm-hmm. And I was in a very beautiful hotel and I spoke with the manager and he said, yeah, looks like, like this. I said, What? I said, no, that's
3: normal.
2: Yeah. I said, no, that's not normal. Um. This planet is a gift. It's so beautiful. We have to take care of it. Mm. And um, I said, give me some bags and I will, I will. Uh, how, how do you say, clean yeah, the beach. The beach yeah. And uh, if you have some people in the hotel that want to join me, mm. so tell them.
3: Mm.
2: and uh, so I started with my bag and nobody came mm. but it's okay that's mm-hmm. life and, and with that even I was like oh my god I don't belong to this kind of of behavior
3: mm. you know
2: and also I was realized Realizing, I'm judging. Mm. If I was born here, would I do better?
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: And I realized, oh, I'm judging. Mm. And I suffered so so much as a child from judgments from my parents. Mm. Mm. I felt like I was adopted sometimes. I felt like, I came from another planet. I, I, I didn't understand how the society is working, mm. what they wait for me, what they want for me. And I felt judged a lot. It's like some parts of myself cannot express fully mm. in the family. I think I, I'm not the only one. We no. all struggle with our family, parents, what they await from us, at mm-hmm. what we want to express from ourselves. Yeah, and I realized that I was reproducing the same. Mm. I was judging, and I asked for help. Um, I did a family constellation.
3: Oh yeah, do you know that? Yeah,
2: and just to heal that part of me, mm. and. I also realized that the way I judged something outside of me is was also part of the judgment I had with Inside. myself. Mm. And how I can hear that, and how I can say, It's okay, I'm on this planet, I'm very happy, I want to help others, and I want to be fully there. Mm. And it's okay if there are. People that piss me off sometimes, <laughs> and uh, I just—if I bring more peace into myself, I will bring more in peace in what I see mm. in my travels. Mm. Because when you travel, you see so much—the yeah. way people take care of the nature, yeah. the the cultures—you see so much of life,
3: mm.
2: and so. I started to bring much more peace into myself and not judge. Mm. And instead of judging, just understand, oh, maybe they. nobody told them how to do it.
3: Mm. And
2: for them, maybe that's normal. Yeah. That's the way it is. So since that moment, I feel yeah much more like, I'm here, it's okay. Not everything is perfect, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's life.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think it's also something like, be the change you want to see in the world. Yes. And I love that quote. I bought this book for my yoga students. I read them quotes after a class, and one quote is, um, like, if you want to change the world... You have to first understand your mind because changing your mind is just as important as changing the world yes so and we talked about this before right it's about yeah change comes from within and you have to the things the problems everything you experience on the outside of you is something you can solve on the inside yeah so if you don't attract maybe your dream partners because there's something inside of you which there's still some resistance why you're not attracting this person yes or if you're not living in in abundance then it is because you have some negative beliefs about that that you don't deserve that or Yeah. yeah I mean, also, just coming back to the environmental uh, problems we have, um, because I've been doing a lot of beach cleanups in, in Kenya, because in Kenya it's the same, right? You have the, the coastline, it just looks like Zanzibar. It's like mm. these beautiful kilometers wide sandy beaches. But uh, we were also living close to the beach whenever we were at the coast. And uh, yeah, we were stranded there um, at the lockdown last year for a couple of weeks and I was walking on the beach every day in the morning and I was like coming always back with like bags full of plastic because I was just picking up everything and so And that wasn't even that was a tiny percentage of of all the trash which was there and I was also so upset and then here we did a cleanup in, in Lagos actually last Saturday uh, with a group of people and there's an organization and we got all these tools and like um, stuff to pick up the stuff from the beach oh, wow. And we have these nets so you could just you uh, get the cigarettes. The one. Yes, uh, there's a there's a WhatsApp we'll group we organised. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but actually, I mean, we collected, I mean, 15 kilos, but it was really just one bag and we were probably 20 people, um, from also one big beach. And I mean, it was mostly cigarettes and probably five kilos of sand because we were, you know, getting the, so it wasn't actually that much and there wasn't much plastic and so on. And I was also so happy because I thought, okay, now I'm living at a place where people are more mindful or with people, but actually also people here, I mean, they have more money, but the tax is actually used to hire people who clean the beaches. Like, I mean, Maya Praia, every morning, the beach here, somebody is coming with a big, um, I don't know, truck, (laughs) and they're driving the whole beach and like cleaning the sand, right? And I mean, here we have proper recycling, like we have all of that. Um, So what you're saying, you cannot really judge like in, in countries like Mexico or, or Kenya, because they don't have that. They don't have recycling. They burn the plastic. Yeah. They don't you know, have all these opportunities. The tax money is not used for anything like that. They don't even have their basic human needs fulfilled. Like they don't even have yes. enough money for food. So they don't really think about where they throw their their plastic bottles. And I think the problem also starts with us because we are the ones, I mean, using them also. And also bringing them. And also, you know, it's Western or American or European countries who are producing everything packed in plastic. Yeah. And it ends up in poorer countries um, yes. outside of Europe where we maybe Sorry. even the UK is shipping the trash there. Yes. So it's it's a bigger <laughs> bigger problem. But that also starts with ourselves.
2: So Yeah. I also noticed that when we have frustration, the frustration we live, is to put us into action,
3: mm. you know,
2: because when I I I live one part of the year in the in Portugal mm. and another part in the US yeah. in California. When I arrived in California in February of this year, I I struggled with. Uh, Connecting with people I and mean, in deep connection. Mm. In Europe, we love that. Mm. I come from Belgium. We love that, and in the U.S., it's it's not so easy as in Europe mm. about deep connection, and so I struggle with that a lot. And um, I had a call with my sister, and she said she said to me, "You struggle with that because you have to change it." Mm. And I was like, oh, really? So since a couple of weeks, I'm on a conferences tour, and I make very deep exercises with my audience, with the people, about connecting with my neighbor. Mm. But if I didn't live it
3: Mm. in the
2: U.S., I won't have the idea to do it in the conferences. So, I think sometimes we struggle with things in life because we have to build something new, a new way of thinking mm. about that thing.
1: Mm. You know? Yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, that's
3: interesting.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. But that's right. Like heal your own pain, and also exactly as a as a coach. But as every human being, like you, find something. And I do believe we're all like creators, and you know everything you see around us is created by human beings in a way. I mean, yeah. not the nature, but everything you can see and touch. And we like it started with an idea in our mind, but because something is was missing. Right, something yes. was missing or something wasn't good the way it was. So yes. we actually started to to change it. Yes. So it can only come from there because if everything would be perfect, the world would be perfect, we probably wouldn't evolve because then there's nothing more to do.
3: Yes.
1: And uh, so I think everything also we see on the outside reflects. You said that before you did the video today in, in French, actually. Um, here on the balcony, where you also said everything on the outside reflects our, our insight yes so do you want to share with us what you shared with your audience about the the energy because that
2: was really oh, an interesting point i like to make videos for my community mm-hmm. it's in french
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, it was a video about uh, about what's happening now um, in terms of heating the costs and the fuel and the electricity, I mean, you come from Germany. The prices are going crazy. Yeah. Same in Belgium. Same in France. Same in a lot of countries. And I realize that it's all about energy. Mm-hmm. Fuel is energy. Heating is energy. Electricity is energy. So we can say like, oh, that's a problem from the government. Why didn't they think about the fact that we depend from Russia? Mm-hmm. How is it possible that we are in such a situation and so the government is the responsible uh, the society is wrong it's their fault it's their mistake so we always put the mistake on the others Mm. instead of thinking like oh this outside context what has the context for me to learn about myself inside
3: context. Mm.
2: So if there is a problem of energy, maybe it's because the universe wants to tell me, take care of your own energy, mm. much more than what you do. And like, and then we can we can start to, to question ourselves like oh. Is my energy on the top in my job? Mm. No. Why am I in this job? Oh, because I want to pay the bills. Mm. I want to feel secure. Is my energy going high when I go to that job? No, it's going down. Mm. So, what's the change you can make in your life? Change something. Yeah. Take care of this energy. Energy is the power. Energy is the. Is something so divine, so sacred. Mm. And we don't think enough about our energy in our job, in our relationships, in the place we live. Mm. A lot of people I coach, they live in the wrong place.
1: Energetically and they... in the long in the wrong country or yes. city. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: And so they are all oh, I have so much pain in my back i need some pills and medicine Mm. oh i feel like that i feel like that they can watch hundreds of videos they can make thousands of workshops they can take thousands of pills Mm. if they are not on the right place Mm. that's the problem
1: and how do you figure that out or how do they figure that
2: out oh in a coaching weekend the coaching i do and i built is about how to how to connect with the soul mm. with the heart mm. it's not from the mind mm. so it's like the soul of the other people is telling me please tell him that we live in the wrong place mm. because he doesn't understand mm. he wants security he wants to live close to his parents mm. he wants to live like this and like mm. this and like this mm. i'm not happy mm. we have to be In another city we have to be in another country we have to travel we have to do like this that's that's what i want as a soul Mm. you know it's like the soul and the human personality is disconnected Mm. and in some places you can feel connection Mm. you know it's what like we told about lagos when you arrived and your boyfriend you both felt like oh it's the place mm. we love being here. We feel like home. Yeah. So, if you are in a place like that, your soul is just like expanding, mm. you know? So, um, we have to make a lot of effort, each of us, in the way we live mm. job relations, the way we eat, the food, um, a lot of things. So, we have to learn how to change our habits, how to jump into the unknown Mm -hmm. because we want to control everything i want to control my partner i want to control this i want to control my job and then we are stuck in boxes Mm -hmm. where we feel we are in charge and in control that's not life
1: no (laughs) life
2: is unpredictable and uh, when you understand that you you can just surf on the waves of life Mm. And it's, and it's a lot of jumps into the unknown. You know? Yeah. When you start traveling, it's a lot of fear. I mean, you go to places you don't know. You don't know anybody. You don't know the place. You don't know if you are safe. Yeah, You can be stuck in a lot of fears. So you have to jump like, oh, I trust the universe. Everything is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And so I think Right now we have to make a lot of jumps into the unknown to improve our relations, our energy, the places we want to live, the dreams we want to to achieve, the goals. And if every one of us is taking care much more about our energy and we and we succeed about that, there will there will not be any energy problem in the world. Mm. It will be fixed. Mm. That's the, my opinion. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm right, but living like that, I'm more, much more happy.
1: Mm. Uh, what's the biggest jump you've done, you've taken in your life into the unknown?
2: So much <laughs> jumps. Four years ago, I, I lost Everything. I lost the woman I loved. I lost the baby. She, she was um, carrying. Mm-hmm. Do we say like that?
3: I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: I lost money. I lost my job, and I changed everything because I at that moment I coached people about weight loss, mm-hmm. and then I started to make conferences about. How do you feel when you lose everything, mm. when you don't know what's your name? It's like we built our identity through what we have. Mm. The family we have, the brothers, the, the children, the partner,
3: yeah. the, the relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. the
2: job we have. But when you lose everything, who are you? Mm. That was my question. And what so, was your
1: answer? Did you figure it out?
2: It's like the answer was like, I'm everything. Mm. I'm into that grapple in the ocean. Mm. I'm into that leaf of that tree. I'm everything. Mm. I'm just abundance. Everything is possible. Mm. I'm just light. And uh, when I realized that I went a lot into nature Mm. because I was so sad Mm. and I was so ashamed about the situation I was in, because when you lose everything, you you don't want to talk about it to your family. You feel ashamed. Yeah. You went through through that.
1: But it's so brave because I feel I wanted to hide, and then when I came out of it slowly, it was when I started sharing, and that was also so healing. And I realized how good it was for me and how much I was helping others by actually sharing it. But when I was really deep, deep, deep down in, in my misery and my sorrow, I, I couldn't have shared. Yeah, I didn't even want to share with my family or my friends. I wasn't answering yes. the phone. And I was just like in my apartment in London. I like, no, I don't want to speak to anybody about it. Hide,
2: we hide yeah, ourselves.
1: exactly.
3: And,
2: and so I went into nature.
3: Mm. I was
2: in Belgium at that moment. Mm. And I went into nature and I found a very it's beautiful nature. tree huge one and I was sitting every day on that tree and I was speaking to that tree <laughs> because I felt so sad and so angry and so and it's like that tree was healing I don't know what happened but it was something was healing me and I felt so connected to that tree and it's like... I can put my sadness and my angry into the ground. Mm. It was healing me. And I felt so connected to nature. And I was like, oh, nature is helping me so much Mm. into that process. I also want to connect with people. Mm. I think that's my recipe of happiness, connection, Mm. when you connect with people. Yeah. You feel like just more alive, and um, I went to a woman, I had to interview a woman, she was an energetic healer, Mm. and uh, I saw her on a TEDx you know, the TEDx stuff, and uh, I was so depressed, but we had a meeting, Mm. and when I feel engaged into something, I do it, Mm. whatever emotion I'm in into. Wow. So I went there and when I arrived she said, "Oh, you are going so bad." I said, yeah. <laughs> but let's do the interview." Mm. And she said, "No, we gotta talk together. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I can help you." And I, I explained the story about all what I lost and she gave me like four magical words she said start back from your values it's, start back <laughs> That's from amazing. your values mm. and I was like what are my values
3: mm. I
2: don't know maybe it's love maybe it's sharing maybe it's family maybe it's and I was thinking like oh my god if it's love and family I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm so bad at that point you know mm. so I started to search on the internet, like, how do we find our values, mm. like, our inner values? And I realized that one guy was explaining that you have the values you think you have, and you have your deep inner values. Mm. That, that's two different things. And to find your deep inner values, you have to, you have to think about where do you put your money where do you put your time? And where do you put your energy?
1: Nice. Uh, if you're listening, write this down. <laughs> These a <are laughs> very good question. Yeah. So.
2: Very good. Because yeah. sometimes we are stuck in some part in life and we don't know what's next. Mm. So starting back from our values, it's so powerful. Mm. And when I came back home, I was like, okay, my values... Where do I put my money in, my time? It's about learning who I am. Mm. And it's about sharing what I learned. So growth is one of my values. Mm. And sharing and contribution and... uh, telling to others, making connection, Mm -hmm. are my values. Mm -hmm. So if I start back with that, I have to make a conference. It's about sharing. It's about growth. Mm -hmm. It's about connecting. Mm -hmm. And I was like so depressed. So I started an event on Facebook called "Do, Do You Really Know Who You Are? Because that's what I was living. Yeah. I lost everything, so I didn't know who I am. Mm. And I started to... An event like that. And uh, five, four people just subscribed. And I was stressed because I was so depressed. I cannot speak to a lot of audience, a large audience. And that
3: was
1: online? Or you want to do offline event?
2: In presence. In presence. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so I... I said to the four people like, OK, come to the that conference on that day. Here is the place. And I, I deleted the event because I was so depressed. I cannot speak into a large mm-hmm. amount of people. And I went there with the four or five people and I started to speak about where I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said I lost everything. Maybe it's the case of some of you, and maybe we can help each other.
3: Mm.
2: So I started back from my values.
3: Mm.
2: Do you want to make an exercise to find yours? Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, let's do that. And uh, it was like a co-creation of a conference. Mm. And in that two hours, and when I came back home, I felt so happy. Mm. I felt like useful.
3: Yeah. You
2: know? And I was like, oh, my God, that's strange. I have no money anymore. No, no girlfriend. No, I, I will not be a father. And I lost my job. But I feel happy. What mm. happened?
3: Mm.
2: I have to start it again. Mm. Because my energy, we spoke about energy. My energy was going higher. Yeah. So I have to start that again. Mm. So I put another conference like that. And there were 10 people. And then I, I put another one. There were 20 people. And then I was so broke that I hire places it's very, it can be very expensive when you hire mm, a place yeah. to make a conference. So to, to, to have some money back, I was taking a group of 20 from 7 to 8.30pm and I took another group from 830 30 to 10pm. To
3: oh,
2: wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I had just one cost of yeah, the room yeah. for one evening uh, okay. and I had two groups, yeah. you know. And then it became 50, then 100, then 200, then in some places 1,000 people came. Wow. And that small conference about do you know who you are became live the life of your dreams. Mm. And I went to from Belgium to France, Switzerland, Quebec, a lot of places in wow. the French part of the world. And then um, I met some people in the streets that came into my conference the day before
3: mm. and they said oh I recognize you
2: you are the speaker from yesterday oh, wow. and when I meet people like that I like to connect with them mm. and to say oh what did you love yeah. in the conference what can I improve for the other ones and in 2-3 three, three days I met 3 people they all said oh I want to become a speaker like you. I want to become a coach like you. Mm. So I just subscribed into a coaching school. Mm. When I came back home, I was like, that's one of my dreams. I want to build a coaching school. Maybe that's the moment. Thank you, life and the universe, for the messages. You know? So I started like that. Wow! And uh, I started that coaching school and now we have students all over the world and uh, the story is very beautiful.
3: That's amazing.
2: Yeah, but there is a quote in the Buddhist uh, it's a Buddhist quote saying uh, the lotus, you see the flower the mm. lotus, his roots are in the mud.
3: Mm.
1: Mm. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And sometimes we we feel like we are in the mud mm. because we struggle in life. It's not easy, and and we are in very dark places. Yeah. But we can plant our roots at that from moment, there from there mm. and change everything.
1: There's another quote for like similar to that, and it's when you feel sometimes you've been buried, you know, like when you died. Yeah actually you have been planted
3: oh yes
1: so that's the same thing right you're planting the seed and then actually from there yes yeah, you can grow wow so you started basically speaking about your problem creating a workshop asking other people yeah. to help you and then you took from every um workshop you did and every conference like your your takeaways what work with people and you developed it and made it yeah. better and different and it just got big and big, (laughs) wow,
3: that's very cool.
2: Yeah, it's it's a beautiful story, but yeah, I think it's all about connection. I always ask, still now, in every conference, I ask, guys, what did you love Mm. in what we spoke about and how can we improve it and what do you need in your life? To improve yourself, mm. maybe we can go on that way together. Mm. That's how I like to create things. Yeah, and uh, the school evolved a lot in the past three years, and now the name of the school is the School of. It's a coaching school of the from the heart and the soul, mm. because I realized that when I coached people in weight loss, I. I realized that people that came to me they tried everything possible mm. they went to a doctor they went to a nutritionist mm. they they tried so many so many diets they tried some psychics mm. psychics yeah some of them and I realized that they confessed things to me they never said to anyone mm. Even their husbands, and the fact that they said it, it was healing, mm. and I was very surprised. And without changing any habits, any food, they started to wait to to lose so much weight—ten really? like kilos, twenty kilos, thirty
3: kilos—wow, crazy!
2: It's like their soul. Wanted to deliver something like a weight mm. they carry, mm. and uh, I, the school I built, was from there. How to connect with people from the soul and not from the 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 results you can have through that yeah. way of living is huge. So I started to listen to my soul more and more.
3: Mm. Um,
2: Guys, if you don't understand the word, so just replace it by the inner voice.
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah. The intuition. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's like a little voice in your heart. Yeah. Speaking to you in a very little, little, little sound. Mm. And the voice of your head is like speaking so, so low. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the biggest jump we can make in our life. Is to listen to that little voice and and not to the big voice. Mm-hmm. And that little voice started to say to me like,
3: and my big voice was like, I have no
2: money. How can I do it? I feel so alone. I I cannot. I cannot handle it by myself. And and it's not the moment. It's not the perfect moment. And my little voice was saying. <laughs> and i started to listen to that mm. i started to travel
1: how did you manage that then if you don't have money
2: oh i realized <laughs> that if you put on google travel without money
3: <laughs> okay
2: do you know how many results you have no more than seven million wow you imagine? that's a good tip so saying I don't travel because I have no money it's an excuse mm. it's, it's an excuse not to take action into your dreams mm. so I, I just had the money for, to travel for one week and what's magical it's that when you are listening to that little voice mm. life is helping you in a way you That's cannot sweet. imagine Mm. Because on that travel, you start to meet the right people. Mm. And the right people are bringing you into other destinations.
3: Mm.
2: When you meet other people. When you have other ideas. And you can build that ideas. Mm. And it's bringing you more abundance in your life. And yeah. It's all about jumping into the unknown.
3: Mm.
2: I was in Costa Rica for two months uh, last winter, and have you ever been to Costa Rica? No, oh, I heard
3: you very good things.
1: Go. Yeah,
2: if you love nature, yeah. that's the place. And in Costa Rica, there are monkeys everywhere, mm. and I love to observe the nature. Yeah. And uh, because we ha- we receive a lot of teachings from the nature
3: mm.
2: and from the children, we a lot of us are searching for mentors yeah. in our life. Yeah, just go just to go to nature and listen to children mm. because they are so mm. much so close to their soul. Mm. You can ask them questions; they have the answers. Wow. As adults, we are in our minds. Yeah, Controlling. Yeah. Our life, and uh, I observed the monkeys. Yeah, and the monkeys are going from how do you say, uh, uh I think, tree? um, yeah, sorry, I don't have the word I
3: know, in, German. in French, it's, As,
2: it's in
1: Liana. Oh, yeah, I think it's the same in, in German, it's liana. it's maybe something like
2: that. It's, it's like part of the tree that's moving, yeah, living. you can
1: hang it like tatan, right? Yes, yeah. and
2: They were hanging in one part and they were jumping to another one. Mm. And I realized as humans, if we are hanging to something, to a job or to a relation, we know it's not the place, we are not good. We try to find another one first Mm. to lose this one. And it's a strange way to deal with life.
3: Mm-hmm. Because
2: if we observe the monkey, the monkey is hanging to a one. He's making a jump
1: into, into the nothing. Yeah.
2: And then because of that jump, he finds another one.
1: Yeah.
2: You know? Uh. And I realized that the most magical part of our lives, it's just after that unknown,
3: mm. you know? Mm. Yeah.
2: with your boyfriend you're very happy but to know that happiness you have to jump into a no yeah. you don't know if, the, if it's a good one you didn't know if you will be happy you didn't know if he will, um, if if will be kind with you if he will be honest if he yeah. will treat you well you don't know that's, that's why we, we say to fall in love
3: Mm. because
2: we have to fall Fall. and so I love to deal with life like that
1: I think it's also what you're saying is about letting go of the past because when you let go and when you actually make space then there's space for something new right yes Yes. and I really felt that like I had to let go because I was also so much in holding on to my past and my story and that life wasn't fair and yeah, there was a time like I didn't want to let go of yeah. this part of my life because this is what I thought how my life would be, you yeah. know, like um, how I planned it and this is just how my future would be as well and then it wasn't, but I didn't want to let go and just when I really let go, then there was space for something new. Yes. So,
3: yes,
2: yeah. that's it.
1: But I like the monkey's example.
2: Life can be very simple. Yeah. We make it complicated.
3: Yeah.
2: So just Listen to that little voice, jump into the unknown. The little voice is saying, oh, you are not in the right place. Okay, we change. (laughs) You are not with the right person. Okay, let's make some change. You are are not on the right job. Okay, change. Mm. And dare to change without knowing what's next. Mm. And what's next? It's just magic. Just magic. So,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much, Andre, for sharing um, your story. Because basically, usually I ask, "What's your your story towards happiness? Your journey?" But you share that um, with us. So, at the end of the podcast, I always ask the same three questions. Okay. And uh, the first one is,
3: "What does happiness mean to you?" It's a journey,
2: and through that journey, we try to find ourselves Mm. who we deeply are. So we can touch it, yeah, we cannot possess it.
3: Mm.
2: And the journey we are on to touch it is so beautiful.
3: Mm.
2: So happiness is not the goal we think it is. It's on the way. Happiness is sharing this moment with you. Mm-hmm. Happiness is being, like, grateful about the Internet or we can yeah. deliver messages through this little stuff. It's amazing. It's being in a place to feel so gifted. It's, it's everywhere mm-hmm. in every moment
3: mm-hmm.
2: when I see a bird flying from its happiness. Mm. And happiness is connection. I was so shy, so shy as a child. That sick child. And uh, for me, connection is so important. So I feel a lot of happiness in connection Mm. with my students, connection with people, connection through social media, through connection through conferences and through that connection, I, I'm like, oh, human beings are so beautiful. Mm. They do their best in every
3: moment.
2: Mm. Even if it's not sometimes some strange or yeah. weird, I think we all do our best yeah. in life. And I, it's a lot of happiness.
1: Mm. And how do you feel? most connected? How do you create the connection Maybe with other people?
2: I like, I like to, to give compliments. Mm. Not to be loved, but just to express something I feel about someone. Mm. I realize that we live in a world and we want to correct a lot of defaults we have. Mm. We have to work on that and on that and on that and on that. Mm. And it's easy to make a list of our our defaults.
3: Yeah.
2: And when you ask people, what's your gift? What's your strength? What's your best quality? They are like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I love to say it to people I meet. If I meet someone at the reception at the hotel, yeah. and that person has an amazing energy and an amazing smile, I will say it. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for, for your smile. Nice. It's it's so much for my day. Yeah. And you see that people like brightening,
3: yeah,
2: opening. And that's an amazing way of connecting with people.
1: Mm. What's your gift?
2: Oh, I think my gift is to connect with the gift of others. Mm. When I speak to people, I can feel what's their greatest gift. And uh, finally, it's my job.
3: Mm. I tell it to them. Mm. Yeah.
2: I I can feel also one of, of the other gifts is communication, yeah. the way <laughs> of speaking and uh, delivering a message. I mean, I don't know in English. That's... I feel not very comfortable, but in French, yeah. I feel very comfortable yeah. um, about that. So I think it's another
3: gift I have
1: but I don't think you have to worry because I feel people love French accents <laughs> <laughs> and yours is also not that strong. And I, yeah, because uh, I watched uh, a video on YouTube of your conference here because I wasn't there and so I couldn't attend, but I got it. I got the newsletter and I found it interesting. So I watched it and I mean, that's why I reached out to you. So yes. you're definitely right. connected and you, you reached me. So you right. shouldn't worry about it. You coaching or speaking English at all.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love the people who are very humble. I think it's also a gift. Mm. The teams I created for my job, they are all so humble Mm. and so gifted. So I love gifted people, but also humble people. Mm daring to share how they feel being vulnerable and authentic mm. we we need a world more like that yeah so yeah i love that that quality in, in a lot of people mm. being humble yeah it's also a gift well. yeah true.
1: and i feel you're very humble as well <laughs> <laughs> i
2: don't know i oh, try i yeah, think you <laughs>
1: Uh, What do you do to be happy?
2: What do I do? Letting go. Mm. All my expectations.
3: Mm.
2: Because I can connect with stress. It's human. I mean, when I'm on a tour of conferences. When I started this tour, I was like, oh, my God. It's so much money.
3: Mm.
2: Travels all the bookings, the rooms. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, will be there enough people? And uh, am I legitimate mm. to express my, myself on that stuff? And I realized I was in my mind. Mm. So what I do to, to be more happy on a daily basis on a daily basis is to observe myself when I'm into that stuff mm. and going into that stuff more. Yeah. So I realized that this inner little voice is going bigger and bigger and bigger if I stop to fill my head of mm. information. Mm. So what I do every day is connecting with the nature. I never watch uh, information videos I never read no No. Mm. I do nothing I don't know nothing about what other people do mm. if I need an answer I have it through nature mm. of, through someone I meet information comes to me mm. you know so I always try to fill my heart and I always try to Follow all that jumps.
3: Mm.
2: I was walking at the marina yesterday, and I was like, oh, "I want to learn how to drive a boat." Mm. And I was uh, riding. Um, I was on an organic uh, shop in front of uh, a plane. Uh, how do you say a plane basis?
1: Yeah, in the, Lagos. Oh, the helicopter. Which one? Oh, the Dio Sapo. Yes. I've been there yesterday.
2: <laughs> it's full of vegetables, yeah, yeah, so many
1: colors. Yeah. I love
2: that place. Yeah. When I go there, I'm like, oh, it's so magical.
1: Ah, true. And on the other side, I've been wondering what this was. Yeah, true. That's a, In
2: yeah. the other side yeah. of the road. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I would love to learn how to, to how to fly. Yeah. It's amazing.
3: Yeah.
2: And I was like, oh, no, maybe it's dangerous. So my, mind, my little voice was like, oh, let's go and fly. Yeah. And my mind was like oh, maybe it's expensive, maybe it's not the moment, maybe, you know? And um, so I wrote to Joanna, do you know someone in Maragos that can help me to have my um, boat license and and, uh, fly with a plane? And uh, it makes me happy.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And because I'm allowing myself into that crazy dreams Mm -hmm. and ideas, it's bringing my energy much much higher, and I have more ideas, yeah. and then more abundance in my life. And you know, it's a process. Mm. Following the crazy craziness we
3: have.
1: So dream big. Oh yes. <laughs> yes, Nice. And the last question is: What was the happiest moment in your life?
3: The happiest moment. I don't know. Maybe, maybe on a stage.
2: I was in a, in front of one thousand people, and uh, the energy I felt, the energy of love and of light, it's like people were born again mm. and I was part of that and I knew I was at the right place. It's so beautiful mm. as a coach
3: yeah. or as
2: a speaker, seeing people transforming mm. It's like they are born again mm. and I feel very gifted to be at the first row of that in their life. So maybe it's that, but I have so many. (laughs) Um, And also, it's also maybe the first happy moment, the the biggest moment in my life, because I know where where I'm from. Mm. The life I had, how shy I was. And I hold all. I, I remember all the way I did, mm. all the efforts I put into life to go there, and I just felt so proud of mm. myself. Mm. I allowed myself to feel proud. You know? So
3: maybe do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, So I usually ask for a book recommendation, but then you said you don't read. But I know you wrote a book. Is that published? Not
3: yet.
2: Okay. It's a book about how to find your gift. Mm -hmm. Actually, I read two books in the last four years.
3: Okay.
2: I can recommend them. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know if they are in English. Yeah. Um, One book is called Hope and it's from a French medium, and all the book was channeled Mm -hmm. in five days. Wow. And it's a very powerful message about love and hope, Mm -hmm. even if we are in a huge crisis. Yeah. And another book was also from two mediums, Mm -hmm. and a French medium, and also channeled about the title is um, follow your soul she knows the way wow. and it's all testimonies in the book about souls that came into earth about their mission in life
3: wow.
2: and as humans we think that our mission in life is to find that job, or to do that thing mm. to, you know Yeah. And they came and explained us that for most of humans, the mission of life is just to overcome a feeling of being betrayed Mm. or a feeling of being abandoned Mm. or a feeling of being lonely. Mm. A mission in life of a lot of souls is how to deal with money in this life.
3: Oh.
2: Is how to say no and respect ourselves. Mm. Is how to overcome an addiction. You know?
1: Mm. Or heartbreak.
2: Yes. Mm. Or heartbreak. I think my mission in life is to overcome loneliness. Mm. You know? Yeah. And after that, I discovered that, oh, I can speak in public. <laughs> oh, I can make conference. I feel good there. Yeah. So the job we can build in our life is just about do what makes you happy. Mm. Don't struggle with that. And it, it, if it doesn't make you happy anymore, change. Yeah. And find something that makes you happy. Find a place that makes you happy. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where you feel good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the two books.
1: Nice, very good. Uh, we'll look them up and put them in the show notes and maybe they're in French, maybe. We feel lucky they're in English as well. Yeah. And when your book comes out, then you let me know and then I can edit.
2: It was Yeah, <laughs>
1: very good. Uh, is there anything I didn't ask you, you would like to share?
2: No, no, we're good. good. Are we good? Because if you have questions you can put it on the comments
3: yes <laughs> please do
1: very good. Well, thank you so much again Andre my pleasure uh, thank really you, thank you for doing this in English also and taking the time and inviting me to your beautiful
3: space here yeah,
2: yeah and thank you in English it's a good practice um, so I nice
3: thank you for that. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed this interview. I think Andre has a very inspiring story and many things from us to learn from him. And yeah, just to repeat the questions to find your deep inner values, Uh, where you put your money, where you invest your time and where you put your energy. So, that is maybe a nice question as a homework you can do right now and reflect on that. And you can always comment on my Instagram under the post at Nadine at Yoga and let me know what you took away from this episode. And I just want to say, you know, whatever you feel and you need, if you feel you're in a place where you need some help, you can always schedule a free session with me and if we figure out, you know, coaching is not for you or I'm not the right coach, then that's okay. Maybe we figure out that um, therapy would be best for you or maybe be um, business coach or maybe something else. But I just want to say, you know, my mission is really to help as many people as possible to create a better life for yourself because... I also know how it is, um, like Andre shared, uh, when you are in a place in your life where you struggle, so when you are there, no matter what, um, yeah, make sure you schedule a call with me, and I'm very happy um, to help, and um, yeah, we take it from there, so just even though you don't know me, maybe you might. Um yeah, don't um, be. Way to reach out and ask for help because yeah that's all um what we need sometimes is a little bit of help and the guidance from other people you don't have to do anything or everything by yourself like and we share was co-creating these um workshops and yeah maybe we can co-create something too uh, so yeah that i just wanted to share with you and then also, I wanted to share that I am running a retreat uh, here in Portugal, in near Lagos, actually in Monchique, from the 9th until the 11th of December. So it's already two and a half weeks, and uh, we have a couple of spots left. we will be maximum eight people, so it's almost booked out. And it is a very special. Week. We will have a healing session with psychedelics and we'll do it with a friend of mine. She is a healer and um, we will have, yeah, small mushroom doses on Saturday, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We will have some yoga and obviously we'll have some integration and some sharing Healthy food, and it will just be beautiful place in nature. So, if you feel the calling and you want to heal in a deeper way, then yeah, please join our retreat. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, I did other episodes about psychedelics, so check in the show notes, I will link them for you, and also the documentary How to Change Your Mind, and if you look at the episode 2, that is actually about magic mushrooms, and uh, yeah, maybe then you get a better understanding of um, in which way that could transform your So, if you feel the calling, then reach out to me and let's have a call and discuss if that's the right thing to do for you right now. And yeah, that's all I wanted to share with you for today. I will also add the link in the show notes to reach out to Andre, he does most of his seminars and coachings in French, so if you have to speak French, maybe you want to work with him, and otherwise, hopefully, he will expand his business also into the English-speaking market soon. And I wish you a wonderful day, no matter where in the world you are. Love
3: and